the strongest stars have hearts of Kaiba. I'm one with the force of forces with me. Now witness the firepower of this fully armed and operational battle station. We'll use the force. That's not how the force works. Well, let's start somewhere. Welcome to the KyberCast. This is episode number 177, recorded April 13th, 2023. My name is Joe Becker. I'm one half of the KyberCast team. The other half joining me as always... Michael Diaz. Twice in one week, Diaz. Duo Diaz's in one week. Well, yeah. We only did once in March. Is it duo or is it dos Diaz? Dos. Dos. Here we are, man. You know... Not to, before we jump into the news, but we, uh, you know, usually the penultimate episodes are the best, uh, and we're going to talk about the penultimate episodes of The Mandalorian and Picard. Uh, the penultimate episode for Mandalorian is ep- for season three. Picard is end of the road. So, well, it's also season three, but penultimate, penultimate, right? So, anyways, we'll get into that, but first we have some news, and uh, Michael's going to lead that because, you know what, I've been too damn busy to follow anything this week. (laughs) That's okay, Joe. Uh, First and foremost, uh, Lionsgate, uh, they're in the middle of some layoffs, which I don't know how much that affects, you know, geek stuff, other than I know they're in the middle of working on the the fifth Hunger Games movie. They've, uh, but I don't think that's going to affect that, but just noting that a lot of entertainment companies have been shedding uh, staff, and they're not—they're not immune to that. So, part of it, I think, is their deal is they're trying to shed stars. They're going to spin that off to its own company. Got it. But uh, the, the film film division is definitely uh, in the middle of some layoffs, cutting some staff. Not cool. But what can you do? Everyone's cutting people, right? Right. Um. But more in more geek tastic news. Uh. Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is currently tracking for a $130 million U.S. opening. Wow. Now, I bring that up because, well, let's face it. We're looking at almost, are we, we're getting close to, like, what, 15 years of Marvel? Yeah. I mean, what, uh, yeah, 15, because wasn't uh, Iron Man 2008? Something like that, yep. And... For about 10 years now, I think we've been seeing entertainment sites talk about um, superhero fatigue. Anytime Marvel stumbles, I'm looking at you, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. I haven't even seen it yet. That's just so sad. Or Thor Love and Thunder. I saw that. So sad. Well, here's the thing. You know I like both those movies. And I think even a, a Marvel movie that's not the best. Right. Is still usually a pretty good movie. I hope so, yeah. So, for what it's worth, I liked Quantumania. I think we covered that already. So, I just think it's funny because every other time a superhero movie comes out and people are thinking it's not going to do so well, they do that superhero fatigue. But, again, I think it comes down to, you know, if it's a good story, you know, they've taken a little page out of your book, Joe. If it's a good story, people are going to come. People are going to talk about it. That's right. That's right. And 
Guardians of Galaxy 3, I would say, is pretty hotly anticipated. I think we're expecting some deaths in this film. And I'm excited for it. So Not excited for the deaths, but I'm excited for yeah, it. Right, right. Not excited for the deaths. I'm excited for the film. Um, but $130 million, that's nothing. That's just U.S. Right. And the Marvel films have done pretty well overseas, too. So, again... Marvel's just making that money, making that paper. Right. They're going to get it for me. So. Well, I'm definitely going to see it. I, I mean, I know it's one of Michelle's favorites, so I definitely want to go there. Um, so I'm, I'm totally excited to see that. So I'm, I, I think this is probably the Guardians movie I am most excited for. Um, I saw the first one in the theater and I enjoyed it. And I've said this before, I'll say it again. Uh, that same year, was also when um, Edge of Tomorrow came out with Tom Cruise. And for my money, that was the better geek film that summer. Right. I still love that film. I Don't get me wrong. I like Guardians of the Galaxy. I thought it was good. But a lot of people raved about it. And were like, I'm like, who are these people that are just like, they're not comic fans. And maybe that's it. They just didn't know who any of the characters were. And they loved it. And I liked it. But anyway. Right, right, right. right. Guardians of the Galaxy 3, Volume 3. Coming up on a big weekend, looks like, in May. Sweet. Let's do it. All right. Uh, HBO Max. We've uh, known, you know, Time Warner or Time Warner, Warner Brothers, whatever major company they are now. Uh, you know, they, they acquired the whole Discovery Network and all that stuff. And there's HBO Max. There's Discovery Plus. Well, now they've changed their name starting in May to Simply Max. Joy, good for them. Um, they did <laughs> announce. They did announce a a project that's not in the news here. That I don't know if you heard about was the reboot of the entire Harry Potter series. You know what? I should have series. put that in the news. I apologize, Joe. Um, I did. I did hear that, and I, you know, they think it's going to be a decade long thing. What? This is the most dumbest idea I've ever heard in my entire life. Well, you know me. I'm not a Harry Potter fan. I'm not against Harry Potter. I just, I never read the books. I know I'm, I'm the one guy that has not read them yet. Uh, I did see two of the movies and they just didn't grab me. I don't know why. Maybe it's my natural aversion to fantasy. I don't know why. Right. But when they announced this, I too thought, well, we're just going to remake everything now. Every, every 10, 15. Okay, we'll wait. 15, 20 years before we remake something, and that's all that's going to happen from now until I die. Well, the dumb thing is, is it's it's because they have an IP and J.K. Rowling's not writing anything. They don't know what to do. They're trying to, you know, they see that there's always new Star Wars, new Star Trek. Everybody has some IP they can start, and this one's stalling, and they bought it. And they can't do anything because um, she won't sanction writers to do anything outside of her story. They didn't basically they didn't give her the four billion that George Lucas has. <laughs> well, but they're doing uh, what is the uh, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them? Yeah, but she those. wrote those. She was the she's part writer producer on those, right? So they already have another franchise. Didn't do well. They want Harry. It's Luke Skywalker. Why don't they make? See, and maybe maybe you know I did hear some rumblings last week that they were threatening the original star, saying if you don't come back, we're going to reboot it. 
Why should they come back? They already dedicated their lives to it. Fuck that. Don't put that on them. I, that's the rumor I heard. I, I Again, that could be complete bullshit, so I, I apologize for mentioning it. But isn't there Harry Potter in the Cursed Child? Isn't that like a play? Couldn't they make that into a movie? Isn't sure that an adult Harry? I guess. Well, I, I, you're... You are much more of a Harry Potter fan than I am. I never, I never read anything. Oh, well, I, I've read some of the, I read the books, but I never read anything past that. Like, okay. Anyways, it's it's a reboot. They think it's going to take ten years. I doubt it. That that that'll do that. I doubt they'll get through ten years. Each season is 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 one book, right? Yeah, roughly. So, good for them. You know, you know what? I'll say this. As big as Star Wars is for Gen X, the millennials really seem to like Harry Potter. Oh, I know. But that said, if someone came to me and said, we're rebooting Star Wars, I think I'd be pissed. Hell yeah, I'd be pissed. There's no reason to reboot it that's there. It's been updated enough to make it feel at least close enough to the uh, to the, to the show. So... Um, so I wouldn't redo it. Just let, let it go. All right, let's move on. Okay. So let's see here. What else we got here as far as news? Well, part of that, those announcements, very, very early. The Penguin is coming in 2024 from Matt Reeves, who obviously did the Batman. Uh, it's going to be starring Colin Farrell. It's uh, it's going to be – it's just going to be a continuation of the news or not the news, continuation of the story that we first saw in the Batman, where basically the Penguin is trying to be the kingdom, or the kingdom, King. the kingpin of Gotham. Yeah, but I look forward to that. I think if they do it right, it could be awesome. Agreed. With, with Colin Farrell. I mean, you've got a you've got a Academy winner. Nominated. nominated. What? Didn't he win in the past? He has not won as far as okay. I know yet. He's been well, nominated. Several times. So, okay, so nominated. You know he's got the chops. Put it that oh, way. he's fantastic. It's not like putting Jack Black in there as the penguin. <laughs> no, he's the Bowser. Exactly. And last but not least, the Marvel's teaser. Did you see it, Joe? Nope. I will look that up right after the show. Is it good? I liked it. I thought it looked interesting. I mean, the movie doesn't come out until November. But um, it, it kind of... It shows how they're all kind of entangled, and obviously the point of the movie is going to tell us why they are entangled in all their powers. And it's not just it's not just Miss Marvel, and it's not just Captain Marvel. Also, uh, well, I don't know what her code name is going to be, but uh, Miss Rambeau. Yeah, I knew she was going to be in there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, her mother was Photon, and I know in the comics her character was either Photon or something else. I think Spectre or something. So. They don't say what her code name is, but all three of them are kind of interlinked, and that'll come out in the movie. It looks interesting. Well, good. Uh, We'll look at it after this show, after we record. Um, All right. You know what? I don't have a geek this week because i just been going to work. (laughs) So what what about your geeks? Mine are actually pretty low. Uh, Shaley and I are back to watching Poker Face. I think we're six, seven episodes in. Fantastic show. Love it. Um, I can't see enough good things about it. So, But then also uh, there was a sale on digital 4K movies. 
and I purchased Dune and the Batman, even though I know I can watch them pretty much anytime I want on Max or right. currently HBO Max. I don't know if I can always get the 4K, but also on top of that, Max is, they take stuff off their library sometimes. And so, well, it's because they sign the rights to somebody else for a while or whatever. Exactly, which I get it. Warner Brothers owns these. and But if I decide I want to watch Batman, the Batman, and I can't, I don't like that. So for me, I got that $5 peace of mind. I realized that I don't Five bucks? It was five bucks. Oh, digital. Yeah, for sure. Digital. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. But you get all the other stuff. But that's good. It's yeah. in that play anywhere so I can watch it on Apple TV. Like it's, they all connected them now. Yes, yeah, it's on movies anywhere. So yeah, if, as long as you buy it on one, you know, and connect it all, you have it everywhere. So yeah. I like that too, because on road trips, you can download them. Right. So yeah. I put them on a tablet or I'll even, yeah, I'll put them on a tablet. We go somewhere. Someone wants to watch it in one of the movies. Yeah. We're good. Yeah, because if you don't have good Wi-Fi and you don't pay for a cell plan in your tablet, then it's really nice to have on there, especially like on a plane. Exactly. Exactly. So awesome. Um, with that, let's jump into our obligatory Patreon post here. <laughs> if you like, it, if you would like to help out the show, check out our site at Patreon.com/slash Kybercast. Uh, as you know, there are costs to these shows, and we try to do this basically commercial-free. The only commercials you hear from us is for us. So if you'd like to help out the show, go to patreon.com slash kybercast. There are ways of doing this show for free that Michael and I have decided not to do. We're, we don't want to pipe in advertising that doesn't mean anything to you, and nor do we want to endorse any product or company that is on our show. Uh, so, you know, if you'd like to help us out, that would be great. Uh, with that, Michael, let's jump into our main topics. Let's start with Picard because I don't think I say there's not going to say probably as much um, as Mandalorian, but uh, simply because I only got halfway through it. But I will say this to you: What is your take on your good old friend, the Borg? I just want to say, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Well, if they're going to reunion, if they're going to have a reunion, you might as well throw them in too. Here's the thing: the Borg were in season one. The Borg were in season two. All three fucking seasons of Picard is the Borg. Now that said, I said this last week, and it's already coming to haunt me. I stand by it. No matter how bad they may, I'm not saying this was a bad episode. I have qualms. I have notes, but even if this episode and the finale are complete shit. This season is still hands above every the other two seasons of Picard. For sure. No doubt. By far the best season of Picard. Now, I thought with episodes four, five, six, the show was really hitting its stride. I was really impressed with it. There were hints that this was what was coming, and I, I ignored them because I was like, no. Okay, they brought back the changelings. That's pretty cool. You know, that's it's a new take on the changelings. But there was a new take on the Borg in season one where they wanted to be integrated. And then there was a new take on the Borg in season two where their friend, Dr. What's-Her-Face, Dr. Murdered My <laughs> Boyfriend, becomes the Borg Queen. Right. Now there's a new take on the Borg. Three seasons, three new takes on the Borg. 
All that said. Well, is it going to be the same actress, you think? No, it sounds, if it's not Alice Krieg, well, it, it might be the other woman. I can't remember her name, and I apologize. I think she just passed, but she played the Borg Queen last season. So you don't think it's the one, the lady that, the, what's her name that became part Borg? You know oh, what Dr. What's-Her-Face? Dr. Yeah. Murder? Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's her, but I think she has a, because remember last season, the Borg, Did- she, she was kind of, you know, it was her personality and the Borg Queen's personality. Right, they kind of and merged. They merged, and they talked about how they wanted to apply to be part of the Federation. Right. Well, now this season has just thrown that all out the window, unless in this final episode we find out there's a schism, and I would not be surprised if Dr. Murder slash Borg Queen and her faction of Borg help save the day. Right. That's my call. Good call. I think that's a very good call. Because why have her in those two episodes build her up to that and then not do anything with it? Well, it seems like they're calling back to the last two episodes or the last two seasons anyway. Like, trying to pretend like they weren't crap and this all happened for a reason. Yeah. I don't know. So, I mean, it feels like the right call to me. Um, Based on what's been done and written. I don't know if it's yes. the right call for a story, but based on what they've been I will say this, though. Making the bad guy, I mean, okay, so this time, yes, it's the changelings and the Borg working together. Yeah. So different. But making the Borg, again, the bad guys, it just seems lazy. I do feel like the, okay, regardless of the story, I feel like the acting is much better this season, though. Agreed. I would say that. Like, even Patrick Stewart. Yeah. Is better. I would say, but it's getting, I mean, this is not ageism, but it is getting harder to hide the fact that he's 80 plus years old. No, that's okay. But I thought that the scene that he had with his son before, you know, he tried to leave and took over, I thought that was a very good scene. I agree. I agree. And I have to admit, I thought it was hokey when episode one of the season ended and you're like, oh, this is his fucking son. Give me a break. Of course. It's cliched. That said, I've come to really like the character of Jack Crusher. Done a great job. Mm-hmm. And then now you find out that, oh, Picard really didn't have that disease. It was genetic modification by the Borg, hoping Borg that juice. playing the long game, that hopefully down the road they do this. I, I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> it. I don't know. Again, it's another take on the Borg, but we've already seen two other takes on the Borg. So, again, I don't know. Here's my other complaint. And now, I'm sorry, what did you think, Joe? Well, I'm halfway through, so I, I don't want to, but I'll see the end of it. But, I mean, I think it's, like, you have the enemy. It's like the Sith, so to speak, That that's, that's out there. But there are so many good Star Trek enemies. They didn't have to go back to this well three times. That's my opinion. No, but I think it's just catering to the lowest common Star Trek fan. That's it. Um, and maybe, though, like, like if you're going to end Picard, Picard had this whole thing with the Borg. Maybe it's the right bookend as you end him. Or, you know, he doesn't do any more after this and... Maybe it is apropos since that was basically, you know, Lex Luthor to Superman. I get it. I mean, Picard's number one enemy is the Borg. He hates the Borg. Right. So maybe it's the apropos way to end Picard, but not Star Trek as a series. Right.
Well, so give it the benefit. Let's see how they let's see how they unwind it, and if they do it right, maybe it'll be good. I apologize if I say his name wrong, but the showrunner Terry Metalis, I think his name is. I, I don't know. Uh, he has gone on record to saying he would like to see some of this cast keep going. He he has said. I'd like to do a Star Trek legacy show that has the new characters, but also we can see the next gen characters from time to time. And I was hoping, well, I don't want to ruin anything because you haven't only seen half the episode. There's some spoilers. Go ahead. I don't go ahead. Well, I was hoping that if he did do that series, we'd see Shaw on it and he is now dead. Oh, great. Um, Well, no one's, well, Picard's not dead, but he's well, the Shaw seems pretty dead. Okay. You'll see. We were just talking about that last week, like with like a Shaw show. I would love him. He's such a dick. He's a yeah. lovable dick. But uh, I guess that's not going to happen. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm sorry to speak about spoilers, Joe. It's fine. But something that upset me just, and this is a personal thing. So they brought back the Enterprise D at the end of the episode. Oh, okay. I don't. That's their, their ship, their original ship? That's the ship from the show in Next Generation. And as a fan, my favorite ship is the Enterprise E, the Sovereign class that got to be in a few films. And they've not shown it anywhere, and they've alluded to the fact in this episode that it was destroyed and it might be Worf's fault. <laughs> I was like, that's the ship I love. I, I get why they're bringing it back, because they're closing the book on the next generation now. They're closing, even though they didn't need to reopen the book, because it had its own ending and they had their movies. They're shutting the book on the next generation. So I know you haven't seen it all yet, but I just want to say it wasn't a bad episode, but I think bringing the Borg back is lazy writing. It's too easy. And some there's some things as a fan that I wish I they would have done differently. That's all. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll watch the rest of it. Um, let's jump over to the Mandalorian penultimate episode. And... Uh, See what we think about that. Quote, unquote, spies. Spies. I'll just say, since I went on a rant last week and beat the shit out of the show, that I, I feel like I just saw something Star Wars this week. It, started, <laughs> it felt like a Star Wars show. Now, we can talk about whether the choices were good or not. I really, really, really enjoyed the episode. A lot of action. I was waiting for shit to turn because, like, you know, everything was going really hunky-dory. I really, really liked the council, the the the, the hidden council of uh, imps. You know, they have their own little uh, cabal. Oh, the shadow council. Shadow council. You know, the one the one guy is actually the hand of Throned. You know, like like in in uh, Game of Thrones. Um, I forget all the you know characters' names, but the one who said Thrawn's coming and. So they're no, they're now they're, they're finally writing that into it. I would not be surprised if we see Thrawn at the end of either at the end of the season, like I told you, and that's why they showed you what he looked like at Celebration and who it was. Um, but uh, the action was great. We lost one of my favorite characters in Paz, who took it down. That was, I mean, it was a nice sacrifice, but it was it, we had consequence, right? We lost somebody of consequence, and yes. Yes. And that that's what makes these things work. And it's such a turnaround from the Scooby-Doo episode that it's just like night and fucking day. It's like two different So, the, you know, I, I couldn't be happier. It was actually – and it wasn't in 20 minutes. It was, you know, damn near an Almost hour. an hour, yeah. And it, and it, the pacing was great. The, yes. um, 
I there's even those funny Star Wars moments as Grogu is now in IG twelve, yes, and he gets yes, to talk yes. a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> no, and stops them from yeah. fighting. Like that was awesome, and he, that was an interesting way of bringing like of Grogu, and it was just kind of fun. And you had the Babu Freak guy that built it for him or whatever it was testing it since they're similar size or you know. I thought that was great levity of, of which was really well done. Some people may hate that. I didn't hate that. You know, we really didn't get to see a lot from Gogu, Grogu this season other than he was in the background usually. Right. He had some scenes now and then. But I think giving him this exoskeleton makes it much easier to put him in the middle of the action because right. I get it. They did. They do him as a physical puppet, so he really can't jump around. And when he does do the flips and stuff, they got to switch to CGI. Right. It's nice to put him in this exoskeleton because now he can be in the middle of scenes and he's not just little guy people are worried about stepping on. Now he's in the middle of the scenes. It works. It's such a, it's such an ingenious solution. Why didn't it happen in episode one? Because he's, yeah, just the way it works because he's older now and like he's, he's too young. He's like, no, like he's actually like further along than we think, but apparently he doesn't know how to talk. Um, Anyways, I, I thought it was fun. Levity. Um, we don't know. We didn't. See, I don't know if we finished. We see what happened to the armorer. She flew up, and I'm going to say, do you think they, they didn't get her? Do you think? I think she's sus. I think she's the spy. Really? Yeah, you didn't get that vibe at all. I didn't even think about it. Yeah, I kept when she says, she, "I'll take these injured and I'll bring them back up," and as she flew up and it focuses on her and she comes above the clouds, I'm like. All right, why? Wh- wh- I thought she where's was the turn heel coming? Yeah, I thought she was going to get shot down. I thought maybe that, but I was like, no, she's she left for a reason. She did it for a reason. Why? What's her reason? Uh, so I, I don't trust her. That would suck because we liked her from the get-go. I do. Now, do I think she's going to turn heel and that she helped the Empire? I don't think so because, remember, she was part of the covert that was nearly eradicated by the Empire on Navarro. Yeah, why would she do that to her own people? Exactly. Now, I don't think she's working with the Empire, but I do think she's got some kind of plan to try and become the leader of the Mandalorians. That's my gut. I could be wrong. Next episode well, could end. It'd be kind of strange because she could have had Bo-Katan killed with, when it was a smaller group and say, you know, here's my saber. I've got the She saber. could have. But now that they're trying to retake Mandalore, once they retake it, you know, I think that's how the episode's going to go. The, next, the last episode, they're going to retake Mandalore somehow. I don't know if they're going to. I don't know if they're going to get to retake Mandalore. I mean, they're scattered. Like right now, they're in the no. It's the uh, how do you escape the unescapable? I mean, Din Djarin is is held somewhere. Yeah, but you know, as cliched as it is, they did the they did the monologuing. Bad guy monologuing. Oh, yeah. You have to when you have him, you have to. Here are all my plans. Now take yeah. him and put him in a holding cell. Let's not yeah. put a bullet in his head right now. Put yeah, him in a holding cell. Yeah, and I'll just he, assume it's done. He's gene gene splicing the best of everyone to make the ultimate super soldier. So um, these uh, these dark soldiers or whatever they're called, two point yeah. These are actual clones, right? They're people. It felt like that because they were here. They were they were grunting when they got hit, right? Because at the end of season two, they were obviously androids. Yeah. The, yep. Exactly. But these, yeah. they look like they're wearing a mix between Imperial stormtrooper armor and Mandalorian armor. But it, right, 
they seem that they're people in there. They're, they're clones. Yeah. It's clear they're clones, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like Grogu's going to be the one to go save Din Djarin and go all full IG-11 like he did before, but like almost like Luke Skywalker, a little bit of Forrest, a little bit of the thing, and just kind of rip through a ton of shit and pull him out, kill three Praetorian guards. I think Grogu's going to go badass this next episode. The Praetorian, The Praetorians were awesome, no question. When they walked in the scene, I knew. Yeah, he was done. I knew he was dead. Isla was yeah. done. Yeah. I knew that. But here's my question. Why weren't there weapons in red energy? Why were they this purplish energy? I don't know. They're I not, ask because... Victorian aren't Sith, so to speak. They're just... Yeah, but they had red energy when, you know, in... Uh, Ryan Johnson's, Last Jedi. Yeah. I, that I can't answer. But what was your overall feeling of the episode? Did you... You know, what did you think? I liked it. Just like you said, it, it felt... It felt like Star Wars again. Now, that said, I think for me, it it gives some more leeway to the previous episodes. I think if we had binged this, we wouldn't have complained or not that we wouldn't have disliked them. But, well, I really liked all the episodes, but I see why people have complaints and issues with the last couple episodes. But I think if you had sat down and binged this from episode one on, the story seems to make more sense, and you see why we had to take these little diversions to get to this point. The other diversions didn't bother me as much as just the last episode that just became a comical joke. It just didn't feel Star Wars. It just felt like some other way of talking. Like of taking That's fine, and I get that, but I can also now see the logic behind let's make that as light an episode as possible because shit's getting real the next episode, and there's going to be right. death and consequences. Right. So I can see that aspect. I guess. I know. It, it. It's probably not an argument you love, but I can kind of see that now, and I'm a little bit more forgiving because of it. You know, sometimes when an episode jumps up, it kind of lifts the previous episodes with it, just kind of like how sometimes if a sequel is so bad, it makes the movie before it worse. Absolutely. So in that, and so in that fashion, I'll say that about this episode. This is, so far, the best episode this season, I think. Exactly. And I think what's good about this episode, too, is it felt bigger. I know a lot of, you, you know, there's the volume, but this felt like they've worked like it, uh, the stage felt bigger. They did a good job of making it feel bigger. There was still the volume, obviously, yep. you know, in the background, but they still had more actual physical things like doors and stuff to make so, it feel more real. I thought that creature was going to be the mythosaur. Yeah, it was not, was it? It was, it was just some creature. So I was like, what the hell? You, you sold us to Mythosaur. Like, is that going to be part of this at the end where she – Oh, yeah. Bo-Katan, We're totally going to Mythosaur. Bo-Katan comes riding in on the Mythosaur and does something to uh, Gideon. I don't know. It could be interesting. I don't know. Mythosaur isn't – it's not the last we've seen the Mythosaur. I'll guarantee that. No, you can't do that. You can't, you know. You just can't. Not, again, a small thing, but – I did think it was funny, like, oh, the mountain is moving. Let's keep going right towards Let's it. Let's go right towards it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just slightly <laughs> turn at the end so we get shattered. Yeah. What? There's voices in this house? How about we move in? <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's move right in. So, I mean, like I said, clearly the best episode. Still some faults like that. It's TV, right? Right, exactly. 
um, I do like the, 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 I liked how that one spy that what's, I don't know her name, that character's name. Um, oh, I know what you're talking about. I don't like her. She's a Aaliyah, Aaliyah yes. Kane. I like that character. I like her. Oh, yeah. Like, but I mean, yeah, you, like there's some, she's a great villain. Like that kind of stoic angler. That, that's a cool villain. That's really, she does a great oh. job. That actress does a great job. Fantastic. Because I hate her. Yeah. That's how you um, know it's a great villain. But I like how that uh, probe droid has become like the guard for Giddy. <laughs> That's pretty scary when it comes that close to you and it scans you. Like that was a pretty uh, intimidating little piece of oh, yeah. puzzle there. That was pretty sweet. Excellent use of old Star Wars stuff. I loved it. Right. Right. Um, yeah. I wonder how Grief Karga is going to fit in this before. Is he just done? Is, are the people of... Navarro going to come maybe maybe that's where she's going the armor is going back maybe to the Navarro I, I would know. think well how is he going to get up to the top I mean he's like I'm going to go get help who the only ship you guys brought down went up didn't it and, and we know those jetpacks don't have enough to get you to space who, who are you talking about I was talking about uh uh X wolves no I'm talking about the the armor May go, maybe, oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. may go to Navarro. Maybe maybe she'll go get Grief Karga. And maybe but she doesn't know that they're being yeah. attacked on the surface. Uh, I guess. Well, maybe she'll see the shit. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I mean yes, the Mandalorians have a fleet, but it's a fairly small fleet. You can hide another group of ships on the other side of the planet, right? Right. Right. I mean, the long play was... So clearly, Moff Gideon has been wanting, has been building this thing, and in Mandalore for a while. And then that's why the whole "Don't come here, you're going to be it's cursed." And um, so yeah. I just don't, I you know, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Maybe maybe the spy goes back to like it'd be interesting if they do a flashback, since Gideon did go to Navarro early on. Maybe they met with the armorer. I don't know. It would be interesting to see if she really is the the heel. But I hope she's not the spy. Well, I I don't trust her, and maybe that's misplaced. Well, it's called the spies, so more than one. Right. Well, we obviously saw the one on Coruscant. Right. Who else is a spy? Who else has sold them out? Don't know yet. Right. I hope it's. I like I said. I don't trust her. The armor, but if they do make it that she was working on the Empire, that goes completely against her character from season one. Right. And I would have issue with that. Yeah, I agree. It would suck. But again, it's a series that creates consequences and, you know, does does the thing. And It also creates merchandise because now I want to go out and buy an action figure of one of those new stormtroopers. Right. Uh, and we're just not going to hear John Favreau's voice anymore. That sucks. Well, you never know. He left behind a son. <laughs> well, that'd be years from now. They do time jumps in shows all the time. Well, yeah, in time jump, maybe. But So where do you think it's going to go at the end? Is it going to end in a good note, bad note? I think if there's a season four, it's going to end in a bad note. They said they're not, you know, they're just getting started on the story. There's definitely going to be a season four. Yeah, I hope so. They didn't announce it. They haven't so. announced it, but 
Filoni's movie's not coming out for a good couple, three years. Six years at least. Yeah. So how many more episodes, how many more seasons of this have to fill in first? Because his is going to be the culmination. That's the assumption. His is going to be the culmination of this post-original trilogy before the sequel trilogy time, the New Republic era. Do you think Grogu has a, uh, a free call to Ahsoka? I don't know if we'll see Ahsoka. Do, well, here's my question. So I don't, I, I, okay, to answer your question first, I have no idea how this is going to end. Is it going to be happy or not? I honestly don't know because, I'm sorry, season two, Luke showing up, complete surprise there, did not see that coming. So, so you saw that swing, you're like, what the fuck? Exactly. Okay. So I wouldn't be surprised if there was another surprise episode. My, if I was putting money down, I think we see Grand Admiral Thrawn. Yeah, I think so too. Next episode. But we might That's see what Ahsoka I think. kill Gideon or something. That would be cool. That would be uh, cool. That would be maybe, very cool. Maybe, maybe Grogu calls Ahsoka to get Din Djarin out. Maybe. Or maybe, you know, last, last season ended with Din Djarin letting Grogu go off. Yep. Grogu go off. Maybe this season ends with Din Djarin captive and Grogu is working with the other Mandalorians to get him back. Right. That's season four. Or so, or or Grogu saves him at the end of the season, but is scattered. Like the, the Mandalorian are scattered. It's but the only thing, like I said, if I was betting, Grand Admiral Thrawn, at least a face reveal. One hundred. It that, might that, even be the last ten seconds. Right. It's just turned to the camera. Exactly. Yeah, yeah that's all I'm expecting. I'm not even that's expecting to hear. His, I'm not even expecting to hear his voice. I wouldn't be surprised if we heard his voice, but maybe. But we'll see. All parts of the plan. And that would be it. <laughs> if you watch Rebels, you'll know what I mean. Uh, so, yeah. But but what a great episode. Um, I can't say enough. It's I just felt Star Wars start to finish. I felt back into it. It pulled me back in. And typically penultimate episodes, like I said, are the best. So hopefully they can stick a landing and do something interesting at the end there. But uh, After the last two years, I trust them. That's why... And whatever qualms we had with the last few episodes, they've same they've been able to stick the landing with the Mandalorian at least. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to bring up Book of Boba Fett, but Mandalorian been pretty solid. So yeah, cool. Well, that's what we think, Michael. How can people tell us what they think? Yeah, what do you think? Let us know. You can contact us on Twitter or Instagram, where you can find us at Kybercast, or if Facebook is more your jam, we have both a group and a page at the Kybercast. And if you really want to help out the show, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash kybercast or better yet, smash that pres- the subscribe button. Prescribe? Prescribe. Prescribe. Prescribe yourself some kybercast and you'll get rid of that headache or create a bigger one. Um, but, you know, sub- <laughs> no, you know, please subscribe to the show. Tell your friends about the show. Um, you know, the best thing you can do is, is tell your friends because they – you know, more people just helps out the show dramatically. Um, also, uh, leave a review on our on at Apple Podcast at least because that does help as well. Or tell your friends they can find us at uh, any podcatcher that is being used, or our web website at kybercast.com. All shows are streaming there. So next week we've got two big episodes that we are going to break down. 
Um, we're probably not going to do two recordings. That's why we're kind of keeping this one a little short because we've had uh, we recorded earlier this week. So um, two in one week to try and catch up. And then I think we'll be pretty good next week and spend a little more time and, and, and a look back at the end of Picard and end of season four, three of The Mandalorian. Anything else, Michael? I think you covered it, Joe. Cool. Well, we will uh, see everybody next week. And uh, with that, this is the way. I have spoken. What a piece of junk. Boring conversation anyway.